Okay, so I, I think when we started talking about taking the roof off the heart, I started realizing why the heart is such a random like mm. organ, you know, for like God to speak to. Like, I wonder where that phrase started coming, like in Christianity. I don't even know if we use it. Oh, we do, right? Those secular people use it too. Us secular outside of church use it too. Where we're like, that guy had so much heart. You know, Michael mm. Jordan had so much heart. Kobe had yeah. so much heart. It's like, what the heck does that even mean? They had a big heart. Yeah, I think I think everyone has a heart. It's just. You can always see what's in the heart. I think that's the thing. Whatever's in your heart, you will always radiate. You know what I mean? Good or bad. Like mm-hmm. we all have, we're all passionate about something, just sometimes not the right things. Right. So like the heart is always radiating something. Like right now, we're all radiating mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. And I was just, what are, what are we aware of? Um, we're talking about the heart. Let's, let's, let's bring in a scripture. Like we all know the scripture. Where, I mean, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, right? Mm-hmm. Above everything else, guard your heart. Mm-hmm. Right for issues of everything flows through that. So, what is it about the heart? I'm curious. What do you think? Um, I mean, I think I I still remember Pastor Kathy said. Oh, I think the first time I met her, she said that there's nothing more powerful than an unleashed heart. Yeah. And I mean, there's phrases like "home is where the heart is." Yeah. And it's like, it's not talking about a physical... Right, like my organ. ...entity. Um, <clears throat> I believe that the heart is something... It's the only way you connect. And we were made for connection. Yeah. Mm. Like, if if you don't bring your heart, you can be doing a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. and you're not present. Mm. Like, Jesus paid his price for connection. That's good. And so... And he lives in our heart. You know, the only way to connect to ourselves, to other people, to him, I believe is through the heart. Mm. So we can do a bunch of stuff on this earth or we can live from heaven. Mm. And I think that requires your heart. That's mm. good. You Jeez. brought a good point about the heart is what keeps you present. Because I think all of us has been in the route of daydreaming in a way, where sometimes it's not the good thing. We just yeah. did something really good, but our heart was not in it. Yeah. You know mm. what I mean? We've all, we've done that. Even prayer. Even mm-hmm. worship. Even I've read the Bible. Yeah. And like, I went through Ephesians and I could honestly, at the end was like, wow, I don't think my heart was in it at all. Mm-hmm. You know, what is, uh, how is that? So is, is the fight between the heart and the flesh? Is it between the heart and the head? Like, I'm always curious about that. Like, I always think of um, that one United Pursuit song. From the head to the From heart. From the head to the heart. Take me on a journey mm. of, what is it, letting go? Yeah. I've always admired yeah. that song. And I'm like, do I agree with that statement? <laughs> like, honestly, do you agree with that statement? From the uh, head to the heart. Like, does it start with the thought? Do you start with? Does it start with the? This is good. Heart. Does yeah. It start, does it go? Is it both ways? Is it like who's going first? That's is awesome. It, well, I was gonna say it, take the roof off the head. Like, what does that mean? Like, I just think the head like a to thought. the heart. From Cons- thoughts, consideration, uh, prompting. I don't know. What do you Logic, think? understanding, information. Well, I think. Well, I think it's important to understand what is the heart. Yeah. You know, to be able to distinguish that and. And what I believe is the heart is where the soul and the spirit connect. Mm. You know, this place where, and it, <laughs> I think it. you even said yeah. like, take the roof off soul, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say take the roof it, off soul and spirit. And okay. So, so spirit, maybe, maybe somebody else can take spirit. I'll take soul. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of people say mind, will, emotions. Right. Hmm. It's like, that's our, you know, we, we, we just say it. But I don't think we even know what that means. Right. Um, our mind, I don't believe that's 
Like that word mind actually means disposition. Mm. Disposition. Wow. So it's actually not, there's a difference between your brain and your mind. Mm. Mm-hmm. So what you're thinking, your head mm-hmm. is different than your disposition, yeah, which true. is your mindset. So I, I don't say mind will emotions because to me that's dead. Ooh, yeah. Wow. Um, I actually say mindset. I say mindset. Wow. Our filter of emotions, mm. our capacity to imagine and the use of our will. Wow. Um, and I believe the use of our will is what changes all those other aspects. Mm. How, you, how your disposition of your mind, uh, how you filter your emotions, how you, what you imagine. Because some of the people, we've been blessed in, in this crew to have dreams and have that be a good thing. Mm. But some people have dreams and they, they have nightmares. Yeah. You know, it's, but that's, that's the filter of our heart. And so like soul is part of that. And then spirit, I don't know if someone else wants to take spirit. Can we slow down a second? Okay. Just so I'm digesting it. Uh, mindset, filter of emotions. Why filter of emotions and not just emotions? Mm. What's the difference in, in, that, in that distinction? Because I think your emotions are a filter. I think okay. how you feel about something actually paints the picture about what is happening. Mm. Gotcha. So. I could be I could be sitting here with you guys and I could be excited, mm-hmm. or I could I could be having emotions that are just fearful, yeah, yeah. and be like, oh, what are people going to think about what I'm saying? Yeah. What are, you know, what if I say something? Gotcha. You know, so that it's sense, it's actually yeah. a filter to me. Wow. That's so good, and and it paints a picture. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Cool. I love that. How would you, Got especially because we've been talking about just a lot about. So good. Good question. Everywhere we've talked about repentance, um, anxiety, all these things, they're all issues of the heart. Um, Mm -hmm. You as someone that lives from the heart, how do you stay connected to the heart or stay present in the heart throughout your Mm -hmm. day? Like I know for me, when I hear you, so another word for the will I hear is motive. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like the motive of why I'm doing Mm -hmm. something. It's good. Like would that be another word? Kind of like the why behind it? Yeah. I, I think... I think our will has to do with our choice, mm. you know, how we position our, our choices. Because, mm. I mean, even Romans 12, 1 talks about presenting your will, presenting your flesh, presenting your bodies as a living sacrifice. Mm. And it actually says this is the worship that God is looking for. This is what's acceptable. Mm. And, and that I believe that's the key. That's the key to the renewing of the mind. Mm. Like if you can present your will in front of him, he will use that as an opportunity to flood your mindset. The way you think the mind Mm. of Christ, he will use that as an opportunity to flood your emotions Mm. where it's like there's joy, there's peace. Mm. Um, And he'll, he'll use that to, to cause you to dream in ways. Cause we're just the dream of his heart. Mm. We're, we're literally Mm. manifestations of, of God, the original dreamer. Wow. So for us to be like him, we should learn to dream like him. Yeah, that's wow, good. that's so good. But it takes our wills to be like, you know what? I feel like I want this, but God, what do you think? Ooh. What do you think about this? And I present it to you. And if he can inform my will, that's my opportunity to evolve, yeah. to be transformed, wow, to be renewed, beautiful. to be something that I could never build on myself because it's actually submitted to him and he does Amazing things in the midst of that. That's amazing. So with your, I mean, yeah, that is beautiful. It is beautiful. Easier said than done. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just curious because the way you describe it, it seems so backwards to how I, at least I digest things. Even today I was dealing with some problems and I'm like, 
in my the, like the faculty of like my emotions or my mind, those two things were like they they were they're wrestling against me saying, God, I gave you my will. It's like I'm super frustrated with this problem. Or in my mind, I can't figure out how it's gonna work. And so both those things are saying, don't give your will over to God. Mm-hmm. Whereas you're saying if you just give your will, then they would change everything. Like yeah. it's almost like backwards to think backwards. So in that, you know, how the heck do you actually when push comes to shove say, I give you my will when everything is screaming against that. Does that make sense? Because you're talking about like it's so easy. I'll speak on that one. <laughs> for me, it's really easy. I mean, there's, there's a bunch of ways, but I know for me, it's like get your heart broken. Mm. Like, okay, have them break your heart. Like, I was telling you, like, like buying this house thing. I was like, okay, God, your will. But then I wanted this house more than I wanted him, so he took it away oh. from me. Mm. So he literally broke my heart to where my wife and I were crying, and we mm. had, that took us going, okay, God. We own this thing, so now have it. Mm. Like for us, I think mm. you, you don't, a lot of you, a lot of us, we don't know until you get your heart broken. Mm. Like you have to get taken the thing you love more than him. That's, That's the, the only way to really give up. To me, I, this is the thing yeah, I'm yeah. going through, and it sucks and it hurts, yeah. but I've never experienced That's good. heart like I've ever had before mm. than getting my heart broken. That's beautiful. In the most beautiful way. And, it, and, I, and I'll tell you to this, it sucks, mm-hmm. it hurts, but... I've tasted him before, so I know he's better. Mm-hmm. But it's That's so, it so, yep. so what I'll do is I'll go through it. I'll go through it. And I, 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 at least that was, that's a big one for me. Yeah. You know, you get your heart broken. Yeah. I think that's the fruit. You know, yeah. like, I don't, I think it's realizing that his way is better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trusting that our father has better intentions, better dreams, better plans, mm-hmm. a better purpose for us than we could ever ask think or imagine that's so good so if it takes getting your heart broken or it could it could be something like he does something in the midst of you thinking you having something good in your heart and you realizing how much better yeah yeah you know and and it could be any experience but really just trusting our father Mm -hmm. and again easier said than done but at the same time that opens up that to me gives a meaning to like Nothing is impossible yeah. with mm-hmm. God. Yeah. Come on. That's a good point. Ooh, we. We're diving deep quick. We didn't even do the intro yet. <laughs> We're, We're doing jump. this one day. We're just going right for it. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I think it's good. And yeah. even like what you, what you talked about, like how do we, I think it's the other thing in America, and at least for, for me personally, it, there's so many things to grab onto before him. Mm-hmm. Like the house, my inheritance, my, my, my way. You know what I mean? Where I, I I hear stories of the Smith Wigglesworth, the 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 um, you know evangelists across. They they're not holding on to anything. Mm. Like the natural doesn't own them. Where mm. I think for me that the first John chapter two says the love of the world squeezes out the love of the Father. Mm-hmm. Like so that love of the world, you, he doesn't have your heart, and you don't know. Like I said, for me, like that was how I loved that house. I thought that we were in like God's will, but it was squeezing out my love for the father. Mm-hmm. He still loved me in there, but I could not love him mm-hmm. until he mm-hmm. took it away. Mm-hmm. But it allowed that. And I think we're in America. We all joke about that. Amazon Prime now. There's mm-hmm. so many things to grab onto our yeah. shoes, our looks, our yeah. Instagram, or how many views, how many things, how many things. There are so many things that you have to say no to, to want him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have to be honest. You have to be vulnerable and you can't hide. I think you and I always talk about this. Like, can you be transparent? Mm. Can you be fully transparent with no BS? Yeah. 
because mm. you, you can't you can't do it without it. Yeah. And like so you have to share the tears. You have to share the blood. The, yeah. yeah. Okay, God, I want this more mm. than you. You know, and it's mm. like it's good. Can you share that? Can you actually share that? You know. Yeah. Well, I was gonna ask too. Of like, I'm thinking from this perspective. So like, I, I just want to know your heart. But like, it's important to have a house, right? You can't be homeless. Yeah. So like, why? Why is is having God more important than having a place to live? It's the Philippians. Mm-hmm. It's the peace that surpasses all understanding. It makes no sense, mm-hmm. and it won't make sense. And I think that that's the thing we've all talked about on this podcast: giving up your will of how you think it should look. Mm-hmm. We all know the kingdom is advancing. Now, how he wants to do that—that's the surrender. I think to me, like that's the kind mm-hmm. of the, the living sacrifice of how he wants to do it. Yeah. Maybe he wants you to be a rug so someone could step on you and elevate, mm-hmm. or maybe he wants to elevate you. Can you surrender to how he wants to advance the kingdom? Mm-hmm. You know, and through trials of life, you find out, and I think this is where the church is going through. You really will really find out if you're in it for you or if you're in it for the kingdom. Oh, wow. Will you be stepped on so someone else could elevate and advance the kingdom or mm. will you not be that person? Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's, maybe you're the one that's going to be elevated. But I think, I mean, for me, like I hear you the hard thing. Like for me, I, that's where I'm just living right now. It's just like he's checking my motive for everything where mm-hmm. it hurts. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to sit here and go, this is great, God. Right. This is comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Keep taking stuff away from me. You know? yeah. It hurts. Yeah. yeah. Like my wife and I have cried, you know, but he's right there. But it's just, yeah, I don't know. Mm. I don't know if that answered your question. Yeah, I, I think I think the question is just like I don't know. It's gonna sound a little like blasphemy, but like, why God? Like, why is he, why should he be first place above everything else? Yeah, because we were made for it. Come on, are we get on time? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think we'll just do it differently. We'll just start with the intro. Wait, were we not recording? No, we are. Okay, right. I think I'll just have the intro first, then we'll just. Just talk like no that. intro. If we don't do intro, there's gonna be a riot. People yeah, yeah, yeah. Are like, where's the dude? dude so just the song, no, right? No, no, yeah, you do the, the song, song and then we song. start talking. There's no welcome to the No Roof podcast. Um, well, I don't know. You should. We should. Okay. Yeah. You want me to do it now? You, could, do do? you could intro me in the outro. I do in the outro. Yeah. Oh, by the way, this is an outro. Yeah. <laughs> well, I see, see podcasts do that before where they don't even introduce a person. They're just talking, and then thank you for being on the show, Iron Man. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Where were we? It's good. Why God? I, I, know, God. I, I know you said why God, but then you also said, hey, isn't it important to have houses? And the first thing I had, we started a conversation earlier today, Alex, that I would love to go back to, is my first thought was genuinely like, foxes have holes. Hmm. Like Jesus was talking about, the, the, hmm. like he didn't mention houses of like, okay, make sure you have your house and everything's good. And then there was no like real balance with Jesus' life. It wasn't like a... Oh, you know, I do this on my weekends mm-hmm. and then on Sunday I go do the church and then I go back to my carpentry and it was, it, he didn't explain like how to balance mm. his life. He was like, listen, I don't even have a place to put my head at night. Mm. Mm. So if you want to follow me, you want to bear your dad, let the dead bear it. It's like some of the things he would say are so extreme and that makes my heart leap in that direction. But when I feel myself want to go that way after Jesus, there are people I have come alongside me that I can feel them like, that's crazy. Don't do that. You should be more worried. Mm. Or you should be like, mm. how could you not be worried right now? You should be worried. It's like, there's like, there's a practical side that people live in the, in the realm of like, it doesn't make sense not to worry. And they'll try and put that on me. And sometimes I let that like bind my, where my heart is bursting at like, God, I, I trust you. I really trust you. And people are like, no, don't trust them that much. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, it's this weird thing. And even in churches or even like, especially sometimes in families where it's like, it's unreasonable. Like, why would you work? Why would you do this? You could be doing, you know, mm-hmm. some of those questions that actually, can sink their claws in and pull back against what God's doing in our hearts. Hmm. 
I don't know if that was a question or what, <laughs> but, but I think I think I just wanted to get off my chest at least. That's okay. I, I said I think we talk about the heart like yeah, let's let's unpack the heart. Yeah, but then sometimes we actually go put these into practice, and things right. will come fly in the yeah. face of everything we're trying to do. If yeah. We want to live out our heart, but a lot of times in meetings or in whatever, we'll, we'll, we'll get smacked with the opposition of it. Like no, sit down and tell your heart to shut up. You know, mm. Mm. it's good. Yeah. Mm. Well. It reminds me of the spirit part. Yeah. Spirit is who we are. Spirit is we, who he is. Mm. You know, God is not a spirit. God is spirit. And so this is the disposition of us meeting him and who we are. So our heart is this receptacle of us meeting God. Mm. Mm. So to ever find a reason to leave our heart behind would, would be leaving behind our decision to connect with him. Mm. Right? He's already paid the price. He's already torn the veil. We're not talking about, is God with us? Is God present? It's our, our you know, like the renewed mind has to do with the soul. You know, can you allow your soul to be renewed? touched by who he is he's already become present with you he's already dwelling within you yeah now are you going to allow your flesh to become word mm. you know that word to flow through you mm. and um i mean you you asked the perfect question why is why is a house more important than god well we wrote a song about it because <laughs> there are houses and there are homes mm. Mm. and only he's I mean, that's where that song came from, mm. where the first line we wrote, we, you know, we wrote a song together and the first line is home is where the heart is. And would you keep me here? Mm. You know, and all I want is your heart. Mm. Only you are home. Home is where the heart is and he is home. Yeah, it's good. Mm. We're in him as one. Mm. Mm. Right. So you can't ever. It is, it is an unrenewed mind mindset to think that you should leave your heart behind. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's unrenewed. Mm. It's not this, you know, airy fairy, just feelings filled thing. Feelings are a part of it. It's important. God gave us feelings. So yeah. it's not, it's, it's not something that we neglect, but we have to learn to submit it to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the only way we can do that is to submit it to the spirit. Mm. That's good. And that's the marriage of this. That's what Pastor Kathy you know, talks about like the, the soul submitting to the spirit Mm, mm. and that is the heart. So this marriage of God and man is the same of us living wholehearted. Mm. Wow. Do you have like a moment where like you can share like an example of where you got to like experience that where you submitted to the spirit? Cause I think we hear that word a lot, submit, Mm -hmm. submit, submit. Mm -hmm. Like, well, how could you paint a picture for us? Um, or anyone? I think there's plenty of times that I, I do things that I don't want to do. Gotcha. Um, and <laughs> and if, I, if I'm aware enough of him and what he's told me, like we have, we have these things, you're such a, you know, uh, uh, a champion of this, like remembering our prophetic words and us submitting to, it's like, oh, you think, you know, you think you're this? No, no, no. You're Iron Man. You're mm. Cap. You're, you know, like all these, you're, you can't fail. You know, you need to be you. You're the only you. 
like these remembering these things is us actually submitting our soul to, oh, wow. to our spirit. This oh, is crap. the word of what he said versus what it feels like yeah. versus what our mindset is mm. versus how we want to use our will versus what we can actually imagine from this position, from this situation. Yeah. It's actually saying, what did he actually say? Mm. Yeah. It's good. But, but getting that word of like, what did he actually say? Like, why, why, why is that better than anything else? Like, I think that's the point I'm trying to get to is like, why is it so good to be submitted under God? For me, at least in my life, and in the, just from, from reading my heroes, I mean, it, there's nothing like peace mm-hmm. that the world can, like the world wow. can't offer peace. Oh, wow. Like you can have money, you can have this, but still that, that worry's still there mm-hmm. where when you have him, you could be in debt, but yet you have this peace. You could go through. Yeah. The, for me, it's the peace above everything else. Wow! Like the world does not have that peace that surpasses all understanding. Yeah. Um, I think it was Saint John of the Cross that he talked about mm. how he was looking for God outside, and then he found God inside. Mm. He said, "When I breathed mm. in you, mm. I tasted your peace, and I wanted it more than food and water." Mm. And that was the word he chose to use, which I, I find it very interesting. He he used the word peace. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think we could all be millionaires, but if we don't have a peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, peace What's mind. the point? Yeah. Right. What's the point? Come You're on. not going to sleep at night then. Yeah. You know, where when you have that peace, you can go through anything. You <laughs> can go through anything. You will go through anything. Mm-hmm. You'll climb Everest. Yep. And, you know, it just, yep. I think it, for me, it's the peace. That's yeah. why beautiful. God, because I don't think Ooh. anyone can Ooh. offer peace. Like Come that. on. No yeah, one. That's I mean, beautiful. We've read the stories of Paul and Silas in prison being persecuted, mm. yet they radiated such a quiet peace. Mm. Yeah. It was like they're in a whole other world. Yeah, you know, a whole nother realm. Wow, but for me, it's yeah. peace. I love that. That's that's amazing. That's Thank the you. word I'd say. That is so good. Well, we think we need all these things. Yeah, it's like, you know, we can talk about oh, needing shoes or we need this, yeah. Yeah. whatever. And it's I just need like those shoes out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, I'm glad. I'm glad you got them. But like, there's a. If you think about it, there was at least some point in time in history where humans that didn't exist, and yet they were okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh wow! Like Kyrie's? the shoes didn't exist. Right. The, the purple mattress. Right. The King the, mattress. The, the Roots house. Chris Steakhouse or the, the barn door. The mansion. Yeah. Dang. All all that stuff. All these things that we think we need. Wow. At some point. Wow. Humans still were good. At some point, there were people that were content. There were probably people that were not content, but there were people that were content. Wow. So what did they have? So there has to be all these things that we ascribe to that we think. Oh, well, this is our dream. Yeah. Well, you're someone's dream. Wow. And that's what you were made for. Yeah. That is wow. Home. That is contentment. That is peace. Because you actually found what you were made for rather than what you think, what your mindset, what your emotions, what your imaginations tell you that you need. That is so mm-hmm. good. And so, I, so how does the heart fit in all that? Well, the heart's what houses both of those things. Oh, it it oh. houses that soul. Wow. And the spirit. <laughs> I said shoe. I was going to say shoe, okay? Don't need to believe me. I was going to say shoe. I worked on cousin, okay? The abundance of the... I renewed my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's... But that was really good. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, your heart, that's... All of that exists within your heart. Okay. The heart is the opportunity for your soul, this unrenewed mindset, mm. these unrenewed yes. um, you know, filters of emotion and imaginative capabilities, all these things, the will to use that to submit to the spirit, to submit to what God is saying because yeah. God is residing there. And I think Pastor Barry says like God is in and he wants out. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah. 
And the first way, and he used to he used to do the little Venn diagram thing, yeah. where it was like your your spirit, and then the circle, and it overlaps a little bit with spirit, and the next circle is soul, and then the other one that overlaps is your body. Mm. And so to get what's going on in your spirit, to get to your body, which means really the manifestation onto earth, mm-hmm. is the soul. Wow. It takes this renewed mind. It takes your heart mm. being wholehearted. It takes submitting your soul to your spirit, which happens in your heart. Wow. Have you ever struggled going there? Beautiful. Like, so as, like I, I deal with a lot of men. And I think, I mean, it makes sense now. If I was the devil, keep you out of your heart. Mm. Yeah. It'll get you so busy, get you not dealing with those things. Have you always had that kind of accessibility you knew like to go in? Or how no. was that journey of actually going into the heart? No. Was it I, scary at first? Oh, I mean, absolutely. Okay. You know, I, I think <laughs> I think in, in the beginning, it, it kind of seemed almost not masculine. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, you good. know? Wow. Because I think it has this, yep. it has this um, like narrative with it that it's like, oh, it's just airy fairy. It's just feelings and emotions. Yeah. And the honest truth is, all of us have emotions. Come on. You know, we, we, we try to say, oh, no, this is just, yeah. you know, for certain types of people. It's not true. Come it's on. not true. It, yeah. We just, we're just buying into a narrative. So initially, I, I didn't. I thought that wasn't for me, you know, but, but there's also this thing about the mindset, mm. the choices, you know, I think there's, uh, I think that's why it's important, even in the midst of talking about all this and discussing, getting information on what is actually the heart. Yeah. What is our soul that has this, this mindset that has these emotions, mm. that has these uh, imaginative capabilities and, but then also your will. And it's like, you know, you talk about men sometimes like we use our will, but we don't, we don't always know how to submit that to God yeah. because we, you know, it might feel, it almost feels like, you know, we should have a type of authority and we should be leading, yeah. but like there should be a submission within that. Wow. But it's the submission to God. Wow. It's to his headship that gives us that authority. Wow. You know, so, um, I think that, that realization that, you know, as I, even fathers need fathers. Come on. Mm, mm. Even fathers are sons. You know, you guys, I, I would think that even more as being fathers, you would need a father to inform you, to, oh, yeah. to provide for you, to, to be there and give you stability and security. Wow. And, and that type of stability gives you the ability to submit to the husband, mm-hmm. which is Christ. Wow. That's good. Stability. I love All right. That. We're going to flip the tape. All right, we're, we're back. Stability, man. So I guess stability is a good thing, right? Like, isn't that what the world's looking for? They're looking for stability? Stability in our gas prices, stability in our marriage. Sorry, go ahead. No, what, Abel, what was the question you asked that before you went on that was, it was about men specifically. Oh, yeah, yeah. just how do you even like, how? okay, there, there are a lot of men that are going to watch this, and I think the enemy has done a I don't hate to prop them up, but he's done a good job of keeping us out of the heart. Like you said, the, yeah. I think you said the thing, mm-hmm. it didn't feel masculine. Mm-hmm. And now we have a generation that there are no fathers, right? Mm-hmm. You talked about the role of the father. So how would you, I don't know, is there anything you could say that encouraged men or how did you, how did, how did you begin? Like when you went in there, mm-hmm. you felt that, okay, this is not, how, how did, how did, like, what was, was it the word of God? Was it, I was just curious of your... Well, like your journey of where you, you are now. Because now you radiate. Like Nate said, you, mm-hmm. you lead worship here. You radiate mm-hmm. your heart. 
Well, what was the baby step? I think. Uh, Is that the question? I think it's. it's good. I think it's like Matthew twenty-two, um, where he talks about what Jesus says. The greatest commandment mm. is love the Lord. This is the great commandment. And he's saying there's nothing greater than this. Mm. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, Come on. with all your soul, and with all your mind. And if that's the greatest thing, I, I don't think it matters whether I'm a man or whether I'm black or white or whatever. He didn't, he didn't put a qualifier on who should love the Lord, their God, with all their heart. And, um, and it even spoke to like the different filters because I don't think it's three different things because we just talked about what is, what is the heart and the heart encapsulates the soul. Mm. And within the soul is your mind. So he's actually talking about a depth mm. of love. Yeah. Mm. So it's a depth of living versus a variety of a vastness. Like a checklist of, yeah. Of all these different things. It's actually like, oh, how deep will you let me go? Mm. Wow. That's good. Wow. Choo Choo, you've always been a heart guy too. Yeah. Have you always been that way? That's what everybody says. I don't know. I guess well, so. Well, what I mean is like, like, <laughs> like for me, and Tell like, me. like your, your transparency. Yeah. Mm. It's dangerous. Yeah. Like you, you... That's not easy, especially for mm. men. Like, have you yeah. always had that, even, like, before Jesus? Uh, red letter, yellow letter. Um, <laughs> yeah, actually, no, not before Je- Well, I mean, there's stories that my grandma would say, like, my great-grandma was, uh, I was in Guatemala, and it started raining, and she was cold, and she couldn't move. She was, like, half blind and all that. And I went and grabbed a blanket and put it on her. And my mm. grandma spoke about that. Like, my great-grandma spoke about that till she literally on her deathbed. Mm. And, um, and so there's times when I think about, like, everything I have is because of Jesus, like being born again at 18. Well, I went and covered my grandma when I was five, you know? So I, I just been in this place of like, I think there's characteristics and, and a way that God created us in our mother's womb before us. And then I think these narratives, I love how you use the word narrative. I think we start believing narratives to start to dilute it and draw us away from God, who's able to pull from our heart the things that he actually put in there from the beginning mm-hmm. with our identity. So I think I drew away from being a heart man because I got hurt and because I got heartbroken by the world. Yeah. And when that happened, I needed to protect myself. And in this place of protection, you hurt. So I hurt people rather than love people. And the part that I love about God is he loved me and chose me and said I was accepted when I was the worst human being ever or the worst version of myself. And the minute that I, that I gave my life to him and I was born again, I couldn't help but be like, well, if he loved me at the lowest point of my life, I, I want to know more about this man. Mm-hmm. And I was transparent. I didn't show up faking it. I didn't show up. Hey, what's up, Mumu? What are you doing here? You gonna get up out here? But <laughs> so you know, so I didn't show up having to fake it. I didn't have to show up getting all my ducks in a row. I showed up exactly who I was. Yeah. So if God was able to love me at that point, shouldn't He continue to love mm. me as I keep growing? So why would I ever have to be fake or turn off my heart? Yeah. yeah. And that's just where I've been at. It's not something that somebody taught me. It was just this is my experience and my encounter with God. So why would I ever want to have to turn that off? Man, you know, so oh, hearing you, like you remind me of Smith Wigglesworth. What, what I mean is by that, you just believed. 
Mm. Oh, mm. the Bible says, you know, out of the heart one believes unto righteousness. Yeah, you heard the good news, and so everyone just takes truth in differently. Some of us are like, I believe. Now I'm gonna go yeah. rock. You know, some mm. of us are like, yeah. I'm not there yet. Let me, so let, let, me, chew let, me. let me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I think you took that yeah. love of God and you said, I believe, which yeah. has caused you to it's true talk to everyone. Yeah, you know, if you ever go yeah. to Home Depot with this guy, <laughs> um, yeah. but I. Th- <laughs> But I think even that, like out of the heart, that scripture came out to me is at Romans 10. Out of the heart, one believes unto righteousness. Mm. One believes that I'm a son. Mm. So I think even that, that's kind of the journey into the heart. But I I just thought of you when you said that. Because I think like everyone has that experience, but not everyone just goes, oh, I believe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like some things like someone tell me, you know, for me, the kindness of God, dude, that was like... Baby you step know, in. Baby going step through in. my addictions, going through, are you yeah. sure you want to be kind to me here? Are you yeah. sure you want to be kind to me? Oh, yeah. I'm out of here, you know? <laughs> like, I ain't submitting yet, yeah, you know? You know, it's just like, but you yeah. just, you believed, I think. I don't know. Just, yeah, this is beautiful. That. I got the well, revelation. I mean, we're talking about, too, are we in Chick-fil-A? We, um, about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and how, like, they had this ultimate covenant with God. And your getters over there. And, um... And it's the ultimate covenant with God, you know, like blessed beyond blessed and like the father got blessed and all that. But then every time Abraham would be in front of the king, he lied about his wife to protect his wife. Mm. And then the son did the exact same thing. Isaac did the same thing. And then Jacob did the exact same. And it's like, why are they lying if they have this promise? Like, I was just so blown away of like, why are they going to lie? And then I'm like, I was a little angry because I was like, why is God still protecting them? Like, why is God not taking back his covenant, you know? And I'm not judging, but that's just where I was thinking. And God was like, because I love them unconditionally. Mm. That's just who I am. I love them unconditionally. And I see their heart. I see their motives. They Mm. lied because they wanted to protect themselves. They wanted to protect their wives. And so immediately they went to protecting themselves and it looked like a lie. So with them, they lied. They're like, this is my sister. And then Jacob said the exact same thing. This is my sister. Mm. And then they got caught with their wives being intimate. And then this is the part that gets me. The kings were like, why did you lie to us? You just put us all in danger because somebody could have came and tried to take your wife. And he was like, so I'm going to make a rule that nobody can touch your wife. And it blows my mind of these places of like where we try to protect our own heart, try to try to be our own defender, where God wants to be our defender. And really we're doing it without even knowing what the other person's motive is. Yeah. So I don't know, but but to me, it's, it's, I don't even know where I was going with that. I, I just think that, that God is so good and he is he's he's big enough to take care of you. Yeah. He's big enough to take care of your heart, you know? I was reading the first John, it's in the Passion Translation, where it says, When our conscience condemns us, God is greater than our conscience. It's mm. how the passion puts it mm. inside love. Mm. Like so even our how we think of God, I think of that he's bigger than our conscience. Mm-hmm. He's bigger than our negative thoughts. When I read that in the passion, that really hit me. Because I think our conscious don't be if I'm wrong with this, but our consciousness can keep us out of our heart. Mm. The shame, the guilt, yeah. the fear. It, it, even, even the wrong image of mm. God mm-hmm. will keep me out of my heart. Mm. So is the root of, of going not going just unbelief? Or I'm just curious. Oh, the root of not going, like not going to your heart or something? Yeah, not going in. <clears throat> I think, uh, I don't know. Did you want to say something? No, go ahead. <laughs> I, was, I was driving around. I was going to Chick-fil-A. And I heard someone say the phrase, <laughs> I shut my heart down. I shut my heart down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it hit me like, because I, I was just enjoying God and I was like, just, just, I was spending time with him. And it sounded like we tell Levi, um, he, he, when he was younger, he'd say, where'd the sun go? And Megan would say, it went night, night. The sun went night, night. 
you know, obviously when he's older and he's like 30, he's not going to be like, the sun is sleeping. <laughs> you know, there's going to come an age where you're old enough to have that conversation. Yeah. And it felt like God was doing that with me where it's like, I used to say phrases like, oh, you shut your heart down. But there is no such, I, I'm not saying this is mm. fact. I'm just, it feels like this is the idea of like, I'm, a, I'm growing to a place where God can say, oh, the sun's not going night, night. There's a, there's a revolving that you wow. don't understand yet. But now you have the capability, so now we can have the conversation. So good. And so I would hear someone say that. And I started to, see, I, I could see him starting to teach me more about it of like, I'm not saying I know it. I'm just, this just started yeah, the conversation. Yeah, but, thank you. but, but this is the idea. This is the idea is that it, you cannot shut your heart down. Mm. It's impossible. You, it makes us feel safer to say, oh, I just shut my heart down. But if your heart is your mind, your will, and your emotions, right? Then it's not that it's not exi- my emotions aren't there. It's that my will is saying, shut the heck up emotions right now because I need to get this job done. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, or, you know, or taking my mind and, and it's like, it's like, oh, I, like in my imagination, I'm imagining me disconnecting my heart, but it's like, you can't, it's just, this is some of the things that are going on in my heart that makes me want to separate from connection or get away mm-hmm. from, yeah. does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And so it's not that it's like, I'm shutting my heart down or I'm not going in my heart. It's that what's happening in my heart is, is actually working against connection with God. And so it's funny cause I could be riding in a car with somebody and you know, let's say somebody, you or Megan yeah. or somebody yeah, yeah. Alex says something that offends me. Or like, you know, you start talking about the penguins, like the, the Pittsburgh penguins. And it's like that thought is like, oh, I don't like that you said that. And in my heart, I'm disconnecting from you. But it's not like I jumped out and rolled out of the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like w- within that space, it's like we didn't go anywhere. It's not like when people say, oh, I- I'm going to check out of my heart. You don't tuck out of the car. You just you just say something matters more than you being next to me right now. Wow. Does that make sense? Yep. And yeah. we do that with God yep. and we do that with people. And yep. oftentimes it's very linked. Yep. If we're not willing to connect with God, we won't be connected with people and vice versa. Yeah, it's yeah. good. But it's like the more open I am with God, the more present I am with God, the yep. more I'm sitting next to someone in a car and going, wow, tell me about your heart. It's mm. like when, 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 our, when our hearts aren't as cluttered, when they're, when not, they're not distracted with all these other things, it's like then I can have the freedom to actually connect with God like I was wired to do, like he was dreaming about doing. Like, I mean even how he set up our heart as a place where our soul and our, and our spirit can join is like, even how we're designed is for connection. Mm. <sighs> anyway. That's so good. No, that's yeah. really good. I mean, where your treasure is, there your heart also will mm. be. Yeah. You know, so it's what, what you value and you could value something that could be more than being present with the person sitting next to you. Yeah. Could be more than yeah. the feedback or correction or, you know, whatever, something that might be scary. And we value, you know, some type of, it, it's something that's unrenewed. It's something that's maybe yeah. insecure. It's something that's not trusting and belonging and believing unto the goodness of God, his righteousness, his, his nearness and his, his, his fatherhood towards us. Mm. And so our treasure, our value, what we value is being, is, is right there. Mm. Or not necessarily, it's not a physical receptacle, mm-hmm. right? It's a, it's a, what do you call it? Like, Inward. intangible? Uh, no, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> kind of. You guys know what I'm talking about, though, but like, um, but <laughs> why are you laughing? <laughs> you just got it. <laughs> okay, okay. I can't say it again. I made a mistake one time. I said it again. But, but it's, it's where your treasure is. Yeah. So there's a treasure there that when we, when we, when we, push that down Mm -hmm. there's something still there that we value yes but it's something that we haven't connected with god yet yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. we haven't actually submitted to his heart and what his voice says over that part that's so good so we feel like we need to be our defender yeah when actually he's he's so much better a defender than 
than we could ever be. Absolutely. And and I love I there was one time where I was singing that song Defender and it just bursted out of me that you can't be or God can't be your defender when you are. Yeah. Like there's only one place for that. Right. And that's in your that's your heart. Yeah. That's your place of your heart. And so yeah. to value I think that's where it comes where like submitting your your will where we value his input and his plans yeah. and his purpose for our lives and trust in his goodness over how scary our treasure yeah might mm. you know like yeah. it might feel in danger yeah mm. It's okay. a good question for you guys okay. especially with dealing with the heart cuz I think this is a big one I think we, we Nate and I we talked about this before do you think as a species <laughs> as a new creation species we can sometimes avoid pain oh yeah yeah i think i think they say there's some kind of like statistic that's mm-hmm. like 80 percent of sickness is a result of avoiding pain wow mm-hmm. really like yeah. mental health and all that stuff yeah. is like yeah all things and so like i think absolutely we try to do it but the thing is avoiding it is that protecting of the treasure mm-hmm. i'm the defender now yes mm-hmm. i'm gonna i'm Ooh. going to do everything i can to try to make sure that whatever the the little that I feel like that I have, mm. you know, I'm going to protect it. But we weren't made for that. Come on. Yeah. He's our defender. Yeah. So when we, we're playing a role as a defender of our heart that we were never meant to do. So you do that over and over again, the, your adrenal glands, all, all that stuff, yeah. that anxiety that piles up and it starts affecting your body. It yeah. starts getting you tense. It starts yeah. making you stress out. That's that soul body Venn diagram section, yeah. as you're saying. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. that was a question. That's, that's what you're talking about. Is like how, how your soul actually has an effect on your right. body. Yeah. Wow. It's amazing. It's funny. I, I had just listened to a teaching about, uh, resilience and uh, and I was so mad at the military. I, I had to forgive them a lot, you know, because they were like, be resilient, be resilient, you know, and like there's like 22 suicides. It was just a lot. And they're like, be resilient, be resilient. Nobody defined resilience. Come on. And I had to hear it from a pastor and he was like, resilient means to, to bounce back to your original form wow. is what resilient means. It means mm. you get hit, but then you bounce back to who you really are. Wow. You bounce back to your identity. And, and I love that because like, I'm in a season of like, it's go, go, go. Like you, and I can't say no. It's like, I have stuff that needs to get done, you know? And, and I love it because it's all from God, you know? Back to the motive, back to the heart, straight from God. So I know he's empowering me. But these moments come where like, I want to complain so bad mm. or I want to like break down and cry. And God's like, but we're building your resilience. That's mm. good. And he's like, we're building how fast you can come back to your original design. And it's not even an effort thing. Yeah. It's just it's just how fast can your mind, your pathway go from I'm going to go this way to defend myself, to protect myself, to be my own keeper, to lie, to whatever, mm-hmm. to switching it to like, oh, wait, wait, but God created me this way. Mm-hmm. And the, the, one, the one thing that I've been in right now is just um, God didn't make me, did it, God's creation isn't weak. Like God's not a weak creator. Yeah, come on. Like he's a powerful creator. He has mm-hmm. the fullness. He has this crazy plan all the way from Genesis mm-hmm. to Revelation with thousands of years. So so I believe that when he made me, he didn't make me as a weak little man. Mm-hmm. So that means come just on. because I had a tough day yesterday doesn't mean that I can't be fully present today. Right. The 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 problem that I have though is when the simple thing. He's like, Rafa, you should probably eat an apple and a banana right now because your <laughs> blood sugar is low. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no way, this banana's beating, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, but I think it's those moments of submission mm-hmm. that, like, I feel like, as, as, as me as a man, anyways, it's really hard to be like, I can't believe eating a banana is really going to fix how I feel right now. And it makes me sad, 
you know, mm-hmm. but then I go and lean and eat the banana and I'm like, I am such a better, pre- I'm so present right now. Mm. Go ahead. That's yeah, I'm done. Yeah. I think, I think I never really thought about submission that much b- because I don't know why. Who knows why? What would be think, your definition of submission? I'm yeah, curious. take the roof well, off submission. Well, because it was we your wife. That word, right? It was your wife. I think I had mentioned this on another podcast where it's like it started to shift things. But I just got a new picture. Oh, we talking paper. about it was like when you submit something, you have to let go of it, right? Mm. Like you. So I'm submitting a project. I'm like, here you go. You, I'm releasing it, right? But then I got this picture of like when I'm really submitted to like Pastor Gavin, or even submitted to you, or you know, if, if I submit myself under or under you, like with the worship team and everything, it's like if I submit, I'm coming under whatever. Even yeah. there, there's things that like. Like I think about an umbrella and it's like people talk about submitting and they look at it like it's a dirty word. Yeah. Like, like I have to give up my will or I have to, uh, I have to, and there are times where like, you'll say to do something and I genuinely will like, I don't want to do this, but I, I care more about staying connected and staying tucked and staying submitted than I do. So I have to take my will and go, all right, I'm going to put it under, um, Alex's will for this, for this moment. Mm. So I'm taking what I want and I'm letting go of it. And I'm putting it under like an umbrella, but with that comes a covering. Mm-hmm. I think that's the people we don't we don't really talk about the covering that comes yeah, with yeah. submission. It's, right. it's like because because I'm submitted to you, you get hit by all the rain, and I stay completely dry. That's mm-hmm. good because I'm submitted. To, you know, like there there's been times where I'd like, you know, yeah. Well, I'll just say, does that make sense for us? Yeah. I, I just didn't think I didn't I didn't see the connection between the two until you were talking about where it's like yeah, there's times where, I'm fr- where you're, you're frustrated things are like as a man or just as a human, it's like it's hard for us to submit because we're like I don't want to let go of this, but we forget the other side of it where it's like if you if you don't let go of this, you're gonna have to walk through the rain by yourself. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. a defender again. Yeah, yeah for sure. Whereas if you're willing to let go of it, then I get to come and protect you. I get to cover you. Wow. So the good. mess, the the good, the bad, yes. I can actually come and cover you. So you just get to hold on to me. Yes, and, and I'll and I'll cover you in that. So and and I feel like there's so much strength behind that and peace behind that and mm. and today I was reading about Jesus and the crucifixion and and how uh, he had to first submit his will to God. He's like, yeah. please, if this cup of suffering, yeah. like legit suffering, yeah. can pass by me, like please yeah. do it. But your will be done, not mine. Yeah. And and I was reading through like him going on the cross and like the the way that the cross tortures people is like obviously inhumane, but it's like this level of pain. Like I was reading the study of it and like the detail of like these little pins are holding your entire weight and and you're Mm. suffering and you're being crushed and it's hurting. But then they talked about how he refused to drink any wine, right? He refused Mm. to take any painkillers that was there because they said that the wine was mixed with a certain herb so their pain wouldn't hurt anymore. So the fact that he was able to stay out there without these painkillers was a sign that God was the one that was holding him. God was the one that was strengthening him. Wow. And he and didn't then, avoid pain. And he didn't avoid pain. And, oh. and, he, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and even the parts where like oh. he's speaking in this place of pain showed how powerful he was to use his diaphragm and his lungs right. and, yeah. and, and being beat. Yeah. And in the time he took the, the sour wine, this is what they said, and I loved it, like the theologians. They were like, it was just so he can not have a dry mouth so he can yell at the top of his lung mm. to show how much strength he still had in his place of pain. Mm. And so I feel like when you submit, when, when you're not the defender of your heart, when you're not the defender of your soul, your mind, when it's not all on you, there's this strength and this peace that comes that only God can give you, yeah. truthfully. Yeah, and I mean, the word submission, it has, I, I think it has it in the word. You know, it's about the mission. 
and you submit, you come under sub, you come <laughs> under the mission. Yeah, so it's not right. about you and it's not even about the, the human you might be submitting to. Yeah. It's actually about a mission and all of us surrendering, yeah. coming as one on, and yeah. being saying so it's good. about his purpose. And that's what Jesus did, right? Jesus was like, oh, I'm about my father's business. I'm about mm-hmm. this mission. I'm about us being together. Mm-hmm. And that's the mission of the heart, mm. yeah. right? The mission of the heart is this connection between me and myself, me and God, me and us. That's what this heart is. So, so putting your soul in that place of, I believe in this mission, that I was made for God, that I was made not to be alone, and Come I'm supposed on. to love him with all my heart. Yeah. So yeah. if I need to love him with all my heart, then I need to know my heart. That's good. That's beautiful. I, I think of, <laughs> I just, just I always think of Nate when I think of David in the Bible. Mm. Just because he was called a man after God's own heart. And I think about, mm. he had such a heart that he had this king try to murder him. Mm-hmm. And he never repaid back evil to the point where mm. there were no shortcuts of David becoming king. He was like, don't anyone mm-hmm. touch Saul. Mm. You know what I mean? And then when he passed, he had such a, a repentance mm-hmm. that, I, that I, I, I don't read anywhere else in the Bible, you know, except Jesus, but it's just mm-hmm. like, but he didn't avoid, he, I don't know, I'm still yeah. kept in this one, he didn't invo- avoid pain. Yeah. yeah. Like he got closer to it. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm sorry. I don't even know where I was going No, with that. that was beautiful. But I just think about David, a man after God's own heart, and you see the way he, he honored Saul, who's... You you would if there, were, there was a book if there was a movie we'd go that's the bad guy you know that's good right like, by horrible, wisdom and go that's the bad guy yeah. Yeah. the movie ends when we kill that yeah, guy yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. but the heart says no you know what I mean that's actually the person that's gonna wow. prepare your heart prepare you to be yeah. that's good yeah that's you know good job I mean I, I just it just really hit me that's Sorry. good well I think that's the the mission too because I was I was reading about that today too a little bit about David and the way he honored. The, the purpose and the mission that God had for being a king. Because like it literally, when God, the reason Saul was king was because God made him a king. Yeah. And, and it's not just, oh yeah, God made him a king. Everybody knew that the only reason that Saul was king was because of God. So like there's this level of like honor and this level of respect and a level of title that comes with it. In the army, it was like, if a general ro- walks in, whether you know him or not, you salute him. You stand to attention, you look sharp, you yeah. look good. And it's the honoring of the rank and everything that has where it came from and how it came from and what it represents. Yeah. And so when David was honoring Saul, he wasn't honoring just the man, he was honoring God. Yeah. He was submitting right. in that thing. And like yeah. that blows my mind. But then we read all of Psalms and he had insight and had revelation and had information about Jesus coming in. You know, I don't, I don't know, it's just really beautiful. So I love that you brought that up. Yeah. You know, because submission also brings this place of peace, but also brings this place of strength. It also brings this place yeah. of revelation or information yeah. or understanding something that you don't have words for. Yeah. Yeah. And even about, even about like back to men, you know, like speaking about the mission, you know, I think that's something that men can identify with and value mm-hmm. and, and have a narrative that we can identify with. Hold on, speak mm-hmm. with the mission. We're going to flip the tape. Okay. All right, we're back. Um, You were talking about men and the mission. Yeah, I just think it's valuable because I think, you know, sometimes we we feel like we we aren't supposed to access our hearts. But the the mission of the heart is connection. Hmm. No, And and being about that mission, you know, submitting to that mission Hmm. means you need to 
say to God, search me and know me. Yeah. And walk that with him. Walk that with, you can't know yourself by yourself, yeah, right? Yeah, come on. And to be able, I mean, I think that's what we're learning how to do here, even within, yeah. amongst ourselves, you know, where, where we get to share our hearts, get to share the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah. And because we're about a mission that's greater than ourselves, so we're good. about more than, okay, just making this money or making sure we get this specific house or making sure our family is, is like this. No, there's, there's a mission. There's something that we were made for that will bring us peace, that will allow us to walk in a goodness of God that's beyond something that we could ever ask, think, or imagine. Yeah. Um, to walk in something, a gracing, uh, a favor, an advantage, uh, and allowing God to work on our behalf. And it's like, to me... I think men are about mission. I think that's something we can yeah. identify with. And, wow. and when we're about that mission of connection, then we can explore the heart more. You know, wow. I think it just takes like a, a step and you start doing it with people yeah. that you're called to and God will take care of the rest. Like you don't have to know everything. Mm-hmm. Just take that step yeah. of, of being like, God, search me and know me and find your people and just start doing life. And yeah. they know when you're not connected. That's good. That's a good that's good stuff. Dang. Yeah. Eat your apple. Have you guys ever struggled when you guys have done that? Or even you, Alex, were... Because I feel like, man, it, it boils down to, can you trust God? So let's say you're doing that, and then he shows you something you don't like. Yeah. Because then there's a moment of, we don't go there. Right. Or you can go there. Yep. How do, how do you guys deal with that? There are those moments of things like, we're not talking about that one, God. <laughs> or have you guys had that at all? Do you know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I think for me... <laughs> I think for me it was. Um, I think for me it was definitely when um, when when the whole the whole I got raped thing when I was five happened. Yeah. You know, and it was like something as a man. I'm like I can't talk about that now. Mm-hmm. But then it was dumb because like outside it was I was a baby. I was I was little. Mm-hmm. I was five. I had no protector. I was right. a, you know. So like yeah. for me to be ashamed of that now, it's like it makes no sense. Mm-hmm. So the only way that I was able to come to peace about it was to share it with the people that I trust first. That's good. Just so they can remind me of who I am, to yeah. tell me the truth, tell me who I am, and then make the enemy pay. Mm. You know, use it as a way of like, okay, mm. this happened to me and it wasn't God's intent and it doesn't define me. This is who I really am. So I think those moments of like, I don't want to talk about it. I, I, For me personally, I feel like there was this level of freedom that I was able to encounter after we talked about it, yeah, you know, and I think it's a miss out, yeah. you know, I, even in Abraham and, and, and Jacob and all them, it was like, now they, they can openly walk around the, the kingdom that they were in holding hands mm-hmm. and enjoying their wife to the fullest rather than pretending that this is their sister, wow, rather good. than pretending that this person you're not madly in love with, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I don't know that that's, that's just me. You guys. It's good. Never. <laughs> uh, pass. <laughs> right now. Right now. Sure. Right. Right. Everyone just go, Alex. <laughs> uh, uh, my, what's the question? Uh, you better make me repeat it. No, no. Have you ever felt? Like, how about this, Alex? Why don't you answer for me? <laughs> How about let's just oh. go down the list of like all the times you saw me <laughs> avoiding things that God wanted to deal with my heart. Yeah, hi internet. Uh, let me tell you all Nate's deep star, <laughs> yeah, deepest deep darkest secrets. Hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> um, I think even like for me, belonging, belonging. I think is a huge thing. Oh, I think, and so I can I can feel left out. 
in a lot of things. Wow. And um, and so the narrative I have in my head is I don't belong anywhere. Mm. Mm. But then God will show me people, all the people in this room. It's like, oh, you belong with these people. And they relentlessly tell me that they love me. Mm. Yeah. You know, and... And learning to, even if circumstances say otherwise, right. if... Um, I want to do a play-by-play now. So now God's showing you this. Now, was there any enemy of like, they don't love you or was there... Absolutely. Okay, cool. Absolutely. But that's the filter of the emotions. Cool. Okay. Ooh, right? Wow. That's, that's right. this filter of loneliness that, that will take advantage of any moment of saying, oh, they didn't tell me they loved me this time okay. or okay, well, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not able to spend time, you know, when, you know, whatever. Yeah. And... And so it'll add to this narrative, wow. but it's just a filter. Okay. And to allow him to be like, no, you belong to this family. You're called. Hmm. You're 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 a part. You're you're loved. And people call you Iron Man. You know what does that mean? And how could you ever be separate if that's if and if that's the reality? Wow. Hmm. And you live that out, and you start sharing, and you start walking through this and slowly, little by little, like, I don't think you have to do this in like a, you don't have to tell your deepest, darkest yeah. secret on, on day one, <laughs> but you build that trust. Yeah. You build that trust with people because you're building that trust with God. Mm. And I think it's a vivacious circle. Like yeah. as we wow. build trust with him, we build trust with people. That's as good. we build trust with people, we build trust with him. Mm. And, mm. and you, you do, it all. yeah. And then, and he proves to you, that his way is better. Yeah. yeah. It might feel better to be like, you know what? People don't love me. Yeah. So I'm going to keep my distance. I'm an introvert. I'm good. Right. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> so it can feel, it can feel like, oh, this is the better way. Wow. But actually being like, no, this is actually my greatest need. Wow. This is actually my deepest fear. And, and to be able to submit it to the mission of connection. Yeah. That he, that he said, no, this is your family. Like, that will allow that need to get met. That will allow that peace to come. Yeah. That will allow that love to flow, that joy to flow. And, um, and your life gets transformed. You know, like you can't do that. That's better than you can ask, think, or imagine because all the imaginations are bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's beautiful. Man, yeah. I, I, I keep going back. They're like Abraham, Isaac, and them. Uh, the reason they even ended up in that nation was because there was a famine. There was a need. Hmm. The reason they even had to come to this place where they got a choice to be honest with their heart or, or try to protect it themselves was because there was a need. Hmm. They're literally starving for these things. And, and I don't know, that, that was beautiful how you brought that up because like things come up, but like there's a need behind it. Hmm. There is a need that wasn't meant, whatever, psychology could be like your parents did this, your parents did that. But like, no, there's a need that God put in you that should be met by him yeah. so then you can share it with other people yeah. to then change their lives forever, just yeah. how you did right now with, yeah. with us. So just thank you for, yeah, for thank sharing, you for sharing that. that process. Because I think, too, even, even the, what you said, the filter, I think, is so key because I think so many people, we, we don't know what to do with that filter. Like God tells you this thing and then, you, the, you know, the enemy comes like a roaring lion trying to get anything mm-hmm. he can to get you what you said, not to belong, mm. you know. But that was, thank you for sharing your process of, that's, I think, yeah. Mm. Chaba, how about you? What was the question? <laughs> um, man, every day I have a two-year-old. <laughs> this guy over here. <laughs> um, I think of this is where we talk about what? Oh, I really forgot my question. Uh, oh, of like going in. Your deepest, darkest secret. Yeah. Um, 
Can I say something about what his yeah, please, knee please. thing? Because it hit me and I didn't like it, but it's I think it's good to share. Is you're talking about him addressing a need, but a lot of times I avoid that exact thing because sometimes it hurts to get your needs met. Oh, like it's not very comfortable. We talk about mm-hmm. come on, like it's that easy. Like oh, you need to know how loved you are, and it's like, but that's really not wow. a good thing. Like so, I remember when I broke my wrist the first time, and they're like, okay, we're gonna reset the bone now, Ooh. and I was like, we need, we need that. Or like I got a right. crown in my tooth, and like okay, we're just gonna really start needs, digging in there. Really, yeah. I'm oh. like, I don't think I'm like sweating and like cramping up because yeah. like. I know I need this, but gosh, it's kind of hurt so bad. And, so, mm-hmm. and sometimes, like we, I don't say I won't even say. It, I say sometimes for me, knowing that I need something is not a, like a oh yeah, just stab me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like knowing I need to let go of something, it's not like okay, cool. I, I need to know I'm loved. Like or, or deal, this yeah. is a big thing. The biggest thing I think I've, I've avoided recently is like dealing with trauma or mm-hmm. like things that I've like you talked about. Your that was your question was you know. Oh, have you avoided it? You yes. Avoided the, yeah, yeah. I, I avoid it because it's like, I know we need to talk about this and I know that I'm like, this is something that's been injured or broken or whatever. And it's like, but as much as I know I need it, I also know that we're going to have to go back there. Yeah. And oh, I'm scared good, because, good. and this is again, it's, it's a filter. It's not, it's not the reality, but my filter of that moment, I don't know where you were. Yeah. God, like I don't, I, I entered wow. that, you weren't there in that. And it's not true, but it was a filter of like, and so I'm scared of what if I go back there and you're not there, you mm-hmm. know? And he wants to, I want to come back and show you what was really happening, but it's like, no, no, no. Like I'm too scared to mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Although I need it. It's like, what if, you know, what if it just hurts and that's it? <laughs> do you know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's hard for me to go back to that place. Not because I don't know I need it. Not because I don't know he'll, you know, give me something good, but it's like sometimes I, I think it would just hurt too much to go back there. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. So I'd rather walk with a limp or I would rather hurt a little bit the rest of my life <laughs> than to hurt a lot and go back to that place. Yeah. Whatever. I'm not saying and, always, but yeah. there's still even progress in that, but that's why. That's I beautiful, yeah. Nate. Thank you for sharing oh, that, that's man. Good, man. Thank you that's good, That's amazing. Uh, well, literally, I mean, like, <laughs> our, I, I shared it a couple, a couple of podcasts, but our temporal cortex is like the part where like we get a memory. And, like, the way that our brain works is, like, a memory feels like the real thing. So if we ever go back to that trauma, we go back to that memory, it's, like, we, Uh, the body believes it's happening real time. mm -hmm. So, like, even that moment when I had to go back Mm -hmm. to the moments where I was being molested, it was, like, my body as a 28-year-old right now is feeling everything that 5-year-old was feeling. Alone, being my own defender, it hurts. It hurts a lot. Yeah. But something happened that I can't, it's a piece that surpasses all understanding yeah. when I was yeah. like, God, like I want to avoid it because it hurts. So I'm going to be real with you. That's yeah. the avenue that I'm going to use. That's my apple. That's my banana. That's what I'm going to use right there is this is all I have is this pain and it hurts. Where are you? And what are you yeah. doing right now? Yeah. And the answers that he gives me are not the answers that I think it's going to be. I thought he's just going to take it away. You know, but instead he's like, if you could just let me love you. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, is that really enough? Is that really yeah. enough, God? Ugh. Is that really enough that you can just come and love me? Mm-hmm. And and then the more that I let him do it, the more that somehow that memory starts to get rearranged and changed and transform. Mm-hmm. And then he gives me something brand new, yeah. something I could never imagine. Yeah. But it, it takes this level of having to feel that pain. So, I, yeah, anyways, I, I just love you. But even yeah, you yeah. said, like, you gave him the opportunity to do something. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing, too, yep. is you said you had to give him the opportunity to do it. Yeah. And I think, um, like, even mine, I'll, I'll tell you one, like, this week, like, 
Nate gave me this prophetic word, and I don't like it anymore. It's called the dead bear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't like it, Nate. But it's but it was so right on mm-hmm. of just of like, um, I should be able to be a mat, and people should just step on me to get up, and not like mm-hmm. abuse me, but to, to lift people. So I don't know. For me, I, I'm finding things where I don't want to deal with it. So the newest one is like anger. So mm. anger, so having mm. a two-year-old mm. not listening and mm. disciplining, you know, so it's like my tongue goes off. And mm. then God will be like, want to talk about that? Nope. <laughs> 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 you know, because I, I don't want, like you said, Nate, I don't want to go back. I know mm. I need it, but it's just so interesting you said that. I'm like, mm. God, I do that every day, <laughs> I feel yeah. like. Yeah. But when I honor it and I have that opportunity mm. to sit with him, honor. he brings the promise. And though mm. it does hurt, the freedom is beautiful. And I think we've talked about it before where I think Bill Johnson talks about, you know, the, the word of God being truth and it's, it's a sword. And I think Bill Johnson has this picture mm. of Jesus looking at you holding a sword going, come closer. Yeah, come <laughs> You on. know, and it's just yep. like, ah! you know, but it's like, I think all he's trying to do is get the truth in the heart, yeah. making it established and mm. real. And I think yeah. Graham Cook even says it, a truth tested yeah. becomes established, which mm. means like you you, you have to, and it's, you know, we, we avoid pain, we procrastinate, but the thing I think we all can agree on is he doesn't force it. He gives us the opportunity yeah. to, to go. Right. And it's not like he goes, well, you missed it. You yeah. know, it's like he's, yeah. he's there going, okay, when you're ready, I'm still here. Yeah. So good. You know what I mean? He, yep. yeah. he doesn't use our past against us. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't. Yeah. yeah. And I think, honestly, I just think we just talked about worship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oof. Because he doesn't, God doesn't promise that there's not going to be suffering or yeah. persecution or t- challenges or testing or anything like that. But he does say at the end of the day, it'll be worth it. Mm. And that's the question of worship. Mm. That is he worth, not is anything else, but is he, is connecting with him, is this wholehearted living worth whatever you're going through? Mm. Whatever the pain is, you know, because we see the pain, but, and so did Jesus. Yeah. He said, if this cup can pass, but there was a joy set before him. So he endured the pain. Yeah. Because something was worth more. Yeah. He saw the promise fulfilled. Yeah. Where I think sometimes we see our prophetic word and we just want it to, oh, it's easy, right? Yeah. (laughs) But like he saw the promise fulfilled. Mm. You know what I mean? That's so funny because, so Addie, she, she, uh, I just love her. So she got me into racquetball, right? So like Mm. we played racquetball. She, she just showed me it was so late when we did it. And we went for a long time. Like, I took no water breaks because I was having so much fun. But now I can't move my shoulder. Like, I'm in so much pain. Like, it hurts so much. And today she's like, do you want to go play racquetball? And I'm like, yes. But I'm in so much pain. Come on. And it just hit me right now. Like, why am I willing to, like, put my body through that pain if it hurts? Yeah. But then how come I'm not willing to, to go through the pain on something that needs to get done? Like at work or with my heart or whatever, you know. Yeah. But with racquetball, I'm cool with it. Yeah, you know. I don't know. So I'm just glad you you brought up pain. So I'm processing. All right, you you have to come back. Yes. Oh, I'm in. Oh yes, we got I'm him. In. Good job. Yeah. Sucker. Have a long hook line recorder. <laughs> um, I think yeah, you have to come back. Um, I think this was really good. Uh, I want to end. Is there any any question or anything? I don't want to see for all you guys. Is there something you? ask or engage with the heart when you go through something that maybe the viewers can apply today 
Like if you have someone that's just so afraid to go in, that is just taking those emotions and especially men, you know, we do, I'm good. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm yeah. good. Is there yeah. any, any, I don't know, a question to ask God or a scripture? You could just even just begin a baby step. I don't know how you guys started that. I mean, I just think of Romans 12, one. I, I beseech you, I beg you, my family, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies, to present your will as a living sacrifice. That's good. He's begging you. That's how worth it it is. Mm. To present whatever you feel, whatever your imaginations are, whatever mm. your hurts, whatever your insecurities are, to present it before him. And let him tell you a new narrative. That's good. Let him. And Romans 12, 2 says, be not conformed to the ways of this world, mm-hmm. protecting your own self, thinking you're, you're an orphan defending yourself, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm-hmm. That's good. So I think I would encourage all of us. I would encourage everybody listening and watching. Um, just ask God, how can you present your will? Wow. What is something you've told me about myself and what I'm supposed to do versus what I believe and what I think I, what I want to do? Wow. That's good. And if you can take that step and just taste and see that the Lord is good, it's good. You'll just start trusting him more and more and he'll lead you to your people. He'll lead you to your purpose. He'll lead you to your passion. And, and that's addicting. He yeah. is he is better than we think. It's so much That's better his true. way. Yeah. I think we all agree on that one. So even here you it's like just begin the conversation. Yeah. That's um, good. Mm. Anyone else? I'm good with that one. I'll take that one. <laughs> <laughs> I I will take that one. I just I think I had a question about the mercies part. Mm. I mean maybe I'm just court I'm curious about it personally. It's like it's in light of his mercies that we present our, our mm. sacrifice, our living sacrifice. Yeah. So for you, is there anything that we can rush past because I feel like I can personally take that and go, I'll lay it down for you and then be burned out really quick Right. with that. Of like, yeah. I can make this even a thing of like, it's about, yeah. I'll work it out myself. Yeah. So is there anything that you've experienced personally about experiencing his mercies or how good he is or whatever that has led you to sacrifice? I mean, every day. I think every day. Like, I think his, his mercy allowed us to connect. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think that's what allows us to look him face to face. That's good. So you can't hear him. You can't, you can't even have the audacity to present your will because you won't be able to, you won't even have the mercy that endures for you to be able to hear him. Mm. So I, I think it's mercy is your ability to connect with God. That's mm. good. <laughs> so that. Mic drop. Yeah. Dilly dilly dude. <laughs> good. Cool. Love All it. right. Um, taking the roof off the heart. Part one out of. A billion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we love you guys. Um, just in case you don't know, this is Alex Fernando. We call him Iron Man. Iron Man. This is Iron Man. Love we you have guys. our Choo Choo. We have our King Nate. Uh, Rooster. Thank you so much for coming. Jack Jack, we love you. Jack Jack, we love Jack and Moomin. All right. No roof. We'll see you next time. <laughs>